Well, this this passage is what I've been getting ready to talk about. It's been on my heart for a while, like mm, like he was praying and talking about as my life in a sense. But and then it's just it's something that's really been on my heart that really changed from the inside out. And really, the Holy Spirit came upon me a while back and said, "You've got a hardened heart, but also this hardened heart's kind of made your skin and your wine all different, hardened and everything, and you need a new one." And so. My introduction to this wineskin is a wineskin that was back when I was used to carry wine and water. And when that back then, oh, I was going to, well, I'll read this and then we'll go to the video real quick if we can real quick. But I'll read this about the wineskin was used to carry what was carry, used to carry wine and water in it to preserve it to use when while on long journeys back then. That was the one way they had to do that. The, the, there was a process of how to try to preserve it and everything, but also in long journeys, the wineskin had to be something to help them carry on through the journey, whatever that journey was about and everything. And it says, God was showing me in this passage of Luke, which I'm getting ready to go to, if you can go to Luke 5, 633-9. This is the first passage I'm pretty much standing on this message on. Um, it says, Luke 5, 6-39 says, He told me this parable. No one tears a piece of new garment to patch an old one. Otherwise, they will, torn, they will have torn new garment, and a patch from the new will not pat, match the old. And no one pours out new wine into old wineskin. Otherwise, the new wine will burst the skins, and the wine will run out, and the skins will be ruined. No new wine must be poured into new wineskin. Otherwise, uh, and no one, no one after drinking the old wine wants the new wine, for they say the old is better. That right there I'm going to talk about later on. But it's, it's pretty much the part of that that kind of really radiated me that, you know, we try to, I try to live a life that try to portray God and everything and patch me up and everything. But really, uh, for a long time I was kind of thinking the old's better. Well, actually, as I go on with this lesson, the old was okay back then for my life, but now I'm a new person, a new, new creation. And so this new wine and new uh, wineskin I'm talking about, it's going to make me a better person all the way around with God's help and the church. And so God shows me that I've patched up my life. I need to get new wineskin and a new wine in me. When I believe Jesus is talking about this parable, he was talking about the Pharisees and Sadducees, which I think uh, this kind of like, I'm going to kind of go off the side just for a second here for a minute. Because uh, the Pharisees and Sadducees, tried to say that twice, <laughs> um, they were kind of like wanting to serve God, but they didn't really want to give all control to him and everything. He wanted, they wanted to control stuff like that. Well, that's the way I was kind of like when I was patching my, my life and everything. I was kind of like wanting to serve God, but I wanted to be patched up here and there and just try to live a life of, of Christianity. And really, that's not going to work, not for, you know, as you think about it. And as I go on, how they wanted God, but also the control of the church or anything else in their lives. And so, really, I didn't want to be that cat. I wanted to change. I needed change. And God revealed this to me as I was doing a study that it's time for a change, a time for a new thing. And it's, I got to be ready. I got to get ready, as we were saying. And it's just something for me. I have to want to change for a new person to be used by God. And so pretty much I'm going to talk about my life, how, I, how this new wine and new wine skin is going to be about me in a sense. And so to kind of like open up my life to you to say, hey, this is where I've went from, but I'm going to a, a, a new path, a new life with God. Yeah. 
And so, when I was a child, I was sick. I was in the hospital for two months because of grandma seizures. Doctors and nurses poked and prodded me a lot, tried to find out what was wrong with me. That right there stuck out so much because I felt like I was the wrong person, a wrong thing. You know, and then you got people pro and then prodding and prodding and trying to figure out what's wrong with you instead of really helping you. That made it really hard to really know, what, know how to really be positive and everything. And with me and trying to help me, it was kind of like I didn't know what to do. I mean, I was being used and prodded. I mean, I was in the hospital for almost two months because of seizures. At five years old, I'm away from my family. I'm away from everybody. And I can't do nothing, really, but be poked and prod at a hospital that really bombarded me, really. And that was the part, probably the starting point where enemy, the enemy tried to put me down in a way that kept me so passive and everything that I really didn't know what to do, really. I was being bombarded by all the stuff and all these seizures that really hindered me and hindered my life for a long time. And so, not to try to find out what was wrong with me and try to help me, which they try to help because I was on medicine up till 13 years old. I was taking about seven, eight pills a day, trying to figure out what's going on. And finally, praise God, I got off of that. But it took a while. I praise for that. So my family and friends would call me poor Ronnie, so that was a negative saying and feeling in my life too. Everywhere I went because of being sick and being where how I grew up and everything, People always called me poor Ronnie. And I really didn't know how to react, but just say, you know, okay, well, that's me. That's how I'm going to be. I want to be poor. I want to be sick. I'm going to be hurt. You know, I'm not going to be able to accomplish anything because that's what they kept telling me. I won't be able to wear a drive. I won't be able to have wear glasses. I won't be able to be useful for anything. And so for years, I kept thinking this and kept thinking this. What's my purpose? What is my purpose? And I didn't really know for a long time. I really didn't. So being a very passive person, I did not want to change or stretch out, which part of this video shows that you had to, the, the way they did the processing of the skin, the skin had to be stretched, had to be new. And so stretching is not good, just like when you exercise. Do stretches, does it help? I mean, does it hurt? It hurts, <laughs> you know. It does not feel good. But in the long run, after you do it for a while, it sounds, you know, it comes good, you know, because it makes you feel better or, you're, you know, you're stronger or whatever. But I really didn't want to do that, you know. So in my life much, I was scared to try to do anything new. I was just wanted to be passive and just go through life, simple, forget it. You know, hey, I'm not going anywhere, bitch, so why, why change, you know. Just stay passive and all that. So I would patch up my wounds and go in life. I did not know how to get rid of these patches or get a new wine skin. I was comfortable with just what I was going, doing while trying to believe God in my life. This was not working well for me, but I was unsure what else to do for a long time. I had a hard heart. It kind of hardened my heart, too, doing this, you know. Yes, I needed a new wine and new skin, but really, it affected my heart, too, because as I was being poked and prodded by people and doctors, how can I trust people? How can I relate to people? How can I learn from them if they're going to put me down or hurt me in a way that psychologically I'm not going to be able to succeed in anything? How am I going to do that? I didn't for a long time. I really didn't know what to do. 
it was hard. Um, I'm going to go to a passage in Ephesians 4, 17, 22, 23, if you can, please. That's a little easier. So I tell you this, and insist on, the, on I, I, so I tell you this, and insist on it in the Lord. You must no longer live as the Gentiles do in the futility of their thinking. You were taught, and with regard of, to your former life, to put off your old self, which being corrupted by deceitful desires, to make new in an attitude of mind. That first part, 17, it says, I tell, you the, I tell you this, insist on the Lord. You must no longer live as Gentiles do in the futility of their thinking. That right there, that was a bullseye for me when I read that. Because my futility of thinking, being poor, being sick, not succeeding, not going anywhere, not being able to do nothing, always being last being picked on, on a team or something, or always never get to play much at all. That really stuck out. It really did. It was like a neon sign saying, your fertility of thinking this way has got to change. Amen. A patch that I, had, I was holding on to, making my life, trying to feel like I was good and everything, had to get be ripped off my life. That hurt. That really did. But as we go on, we have to get our attitude of minds in a new, new attitude, as it says in the latter part of 23, to made new in the attitude of our minds. I, I had to be renewed. I had to renew it, you know? This one I didn't, this came in the last minute when Eric sent me this, and I, I, don't, I don't think I gave you the passage to this one. It's Mark 2.22. And this is a guy from Steve Back, Backland. He had, had a video he, he gave me, I, I got to watch a, watch a video real quick, and it says that um, in Mark 2.22, and no one pours a new wine into old, old wine skin, otherwise then the new will burst. The skins and both the wine and the wine skins are ru ruined. No, you're pour new, no, no, they pour new wine into wine skin. <laughs> he was talking about two different things, two purposes, and I wrote them down right here. He was in uh, Toronto in the 90s, I guess he was. Now he's in Bethel. Uh, his name's Steve Buckland, I think his name is. I think that's how you say it. And, um, and the two things he got out of this wineskin, he was learning and when he was in Toronto at um, a revival or something going up there. He says, the thinking of our, in our lives. That was one of them, a wineskin. This is the wineskin he's talking about. And the other says, allowing God to be used by him the more in our lives. Those two concepts go together. If we get our positive, think, if we get our thinking changed from the old to the new, then God's purpose in life and thinking will make us new and think better too. That's a skin that has to stretch and strain and you know stretch to new, but it has to be new. It can't be old. It can't be patched up, you know, in any way because it's not going to. It's going to rip away, and you're not going to. You're not going to look good, and it's not going to help you. So really. That skin has to be new, and it has to be a stretching. But also, that skin represents the thinking that God wants us to think, but also we got to think in a positive, better way, too. And so I really think that was really an impact that really made, you know, and I really thank you for sending that to me because it made me, you know, it really goes along with what I'm trying to say here. And it says, let's see, where am I at? <sighs> trying to do this to teach me.
My nose is running now. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Was that a little loud? Yeah, <laughs> 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 I wanted to wake you up, see if you're awake. <laughs> there, you got your laugh for the night. <laughs> but anyway, okay. Um, let's see, where am I at? I lost my page. Oh, can I? Romans 15.4 says, I believe in this passage was telling me to learn from the past and the hard heart and, to tough and the tough things in life to, to be an overcomer. The old wine in my life was my old way of thinking, not very positive in my life. So did I put that one down? Maybe I don't think I did that one. Or did I? Did I give you 15.4 or no? I don't think I wrote it down on mine for some reason. Oh, well, I, I got it up here. <laughs> for everything that was written in the past was written to teach us, so that through the endurance taught in the scriptures and the encouragement they provide, we might have hope. That word hope sticks out a lot for me and the encouragement because as we continue to let go of the past, to let go of the, think, the old thinking, we can have encouragement and, the word and hope to be able to apply the scriptures to our life because the scriptures is life. These scriptures that I'm reading are life to us and they can make our thinking better, not, not worse because words of God's word is life. That's the way I understand it, isn't it? So right there, those two words really stuck out, encouragement and hope because when we rely on, rely on God's word, his word can help take out the old and renew the new. As I see it. <coughs> Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. 19.2. Did I? All right, I did that one. Come. So, uh, um, the past, oh, I read, right? Or passage 19.2. I got ahead of myself, I think. Oh, well, sorry. That came alive in me during this teaching. I believe the Holy Spirit existed, but not very well in my life for a long time. I knew the Holy Spirit lives in me daily and guides me daily because I allow the Holy Spirit to direct my life more every day now. Because back then, being a believer is okay, but without the Holy Spirit, it can't really direct my life like I wanted to or needed to. The Holy Spirit is the one that can give these words to come alive in me to make me think better and everything. And, th and as I go on, this Holy Spirit is the, is the new wine. In my life because first of all wine is a good thing for you in a sense to help give you health and good for your heart but in the spiritual concept the wine is something that really nourishes you in your word in the word of God that where you think better and as you think better the Holy Spirit will give you the words and encouragement or whatever that situation is to know how to overcome that combat of that thinking to where you think more better and positive about yourself and be used by God <coughs> this is the new wine. In Romans 5.5, 5, it says, And hope does not put you to shame, because God, God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit, who has been given to us. As I began to speak, the Holy Spirit came to me, and as he, did I read? Wait a minute. Okay. Did I mess up some way? 
Okay. As I began to speak, the Holy Spirit came and came on them, and they were came out of the beginning. And then in 2 Timothy 1.14, it says, Guard our, guard a good deposit that was entrusted to me to, that you guard with the help of the Holy Spirit who lives in us. I believe the... We've, we've been talking about shame lately a lot, different things, especially during RTF and things. Shame's been a big thing for my life. And so really to have that hope, knowing that I don't have to deal with shame anymore, and to have the hope that get, makes me think better, to have that Holy Spirit to help me think better, it's, it changes my, my, percent, per, per, my perspective, but also, as it says, and it also it poured out into our hearts to the Holy Spirit. It softens, this wine, Holy Spirit, softens my heart. You know? It softens me to where I want to listen to what he has to say. And when I do that and obey him, my heart, my skin, and the Holy Spirit, the wine, chives, I guess you want to call it. I mean, it just works together, you know. And so I really think it all kind of works together to work, make us better in the way I'm trying to see it, you know. And also it guards, our, guards us. It says in the passage where I read in 2 Timothy 1.14, Guard the good deposit that was entrusted to you. Guard it with the help of the Holy Spirit who lives in us. That means our part, in a sense. We have to, we have, to have a guard in a sense of allowing the Holy Spirit to be strong in him so we can have that deposit of holy wine to work in our lives daily and to keep our hearts soft. Because if we allow the circumstances of these things that I've said, my poor Ronnie being sick and everything, that bombards me. That makes me hard. That makes me where I don't, trust people or God because I'm not really relating and understanding how to go about the, the life better. So really it, it's, it all works together where the, I have to have a guard for the Holy Spirit to help me guard myself, my life better, but also to Holy, allow the Holy Spirit to make that new wine soften me to where I listen to what he has to say so I can think more positive about my life to be a better Christian. Let's see. This is the new wine, which I see. So, um, I got a couple more patches, but I'll wait in a second. But um, so we have patches that we need to throw away, so we we can receive a new wine skin or a new wine in our lives daily. I believe the Holy Spirit is that new wine that we need to preserve us daily, not just once in a while, or haphazardly, or whenever we feel like it. Or when the, move, the Holy Spirit moves us, as we say sometimes. It has to be a daily thing. It has to be something that, not just in the sense of a routine, but almost in the sense it has to be a routine. Because this word is life abundantly. This word gives us strength. This word is life in a way that will give us no more, any, any kind of strength that we need to help us be an overcomer. It has to be in our life daily in a sense that gives us strength, gives us wisdom, gives us encouragement, gives us the ability to do what he wants us to do, to have the desire and fulfill the purpose that he has for us, for his kingdom in these last days. That's what keeps going to my mind. Uh-huh. So, plus the new wine is a skin that, the new, plus the new wine skin is a new look of, out, of thinking, a out, new outlook of thinking positive with godly values with us. So we can have be a conqueror. That right there, that, pa- that part, I already had this part down right here, this last part. 
And then when Eric sent me this passage about these, this uh, the, um, Steve Buckman said, it came together big time. I mean, it was like night and day. I mean, or gravy and mashed potatoes, if you want to call it, you know? <laughs> I guess I'm hungry, I guess. <laughs> but anyway, I just, uh, you know, that, that, that kind of like it was a big thing, you know? It's like, here we are. Here are. He had this all set out and everything. He sends me this thing. And then when I read about what he had to say, what he went through, Steve did, and it goes along with this last passage of what I'm saying and everything, it was like, okay, God, I see this working out real good, and I mean, I, I didn't have much to do with it, but just listen to what you have to say. <laughs> it's like, okay, so that was cool. You know, it really is. But, um, and then uh, I got some passages here in the end. I got 1 Corinthians 3, 16 and 17. It says, don't you know that yourselves are God's temple, and that God's spirit dwells in you? If, you just, if, you, if anyone destroys God's people, God will destroy that pa- per person. For God's temple is sacred, and you, toge- and you together are that temple. Can we go back to one verse? Uh, there, sorry. Don't you know that yourselves are God's temple? That right there, I'm in his temple. We all are his temple. I didn't realize that for a long time. I didn't realize how more important... My, this body was important to God, and I was allowing the enemy to keep me down so much that I really didn't know how much that meant to, me, to him. And, and he probably was a little bit un, uneasy about it because I didn't know that. But he, he had grace enough to know that as I went through life, there's a change coming. And the God's spirit dwells in me. His spirit dwells in me enough to make me change to where I can be a new person. I am a new person. You know? So I just really thank that. And can we go on to the next one, please? Back to the next. If anyone destroys God's temple, I was destroying God's temple, in a sense, really. I was criticized. I was put down. I was, I was hurting. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to reach. I didn't know where to go, really. Yeah, I had values. I had some thought about being good and things like that. But really, I was destroying myself because of, God, because of my stupidity, and I didn't know what to do until recently, really, in the past few years. But God will destroy that person. If I kept going on that path, I probably would have been destroyed or gone and not even gone to heaven, probably. I didn't want that. I wanted to change. And that's why I believe God gave me this uh, passage to help me change to where I think I'm not going to destroy myself, but I'm going to be God's temple, and I'm going to be able to believe I'm God's temple and make a difference in his life. That all together, we are, God's, for God's temple is sacred. I'm sacred. You're sacred. We're all sacred. We're all his people. We're all his children. We all are important to him. And we are his children that we're, we are an overcomer. And I want to be an overcomer. I want to be. And I know you guys do too. And all together, we are his temple. We all need to be his temple every day to be an overcomer and believe it. Amen. I got Romans 8:14. For those who are led by the Spirit are God for those who are led by the Spirit of God are his children. There's another passage telling me I'm his child. You're his child. We are his important ch- people to him. He, we are important. So why do I want to listen to the negative when I got the positive right there in front of me telling me I'm his child. I'm important to him. 
He cares for me so much that he's willing to die for my soul, to make me a different person, to be an overcomer, to be able to love people, and no matter what they do to me, still love them with Jesus Christ in my heart to them. Amen. Sorry, I just got a little excited there. <laughs> and the last one I got is passage, uh, Galatians 5.25. Yeah, one more. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. That Spirit is so important to me. I mean, it, it seemed like no matter what I re- re- kept reading, the Holy Spirit, Spirit, you know, that's important. That's that wine that it refreshes me. It gets me, goes me through the journey to help me go through each day the way he wants me to be. And the way, you know what, the way I should want to be. Because he's in me, that means I should have the desire and the love to conquer this and be an overcomer in my life, first of all, but also be able to let this light shine to other people that need it just as much as I need it every day, you know? So this Holy Spirit is that wine that encourages me to help me, to guide me, to protect me, and also even to heal me or heal you or whatever because it makes a difference. It's important. He, he, he wouldn't have went to, Jesus wouldn't have went to heaven and say, I would send you a comforter if he didn't mean it. You know? I mean, that Holy Spirit has to be something important to our lives to help, help us every day. Or else we would probably be haphazardly living whatever and then not really knowing what to do. And I don't want to be that way. You know? So I really believe the Holy Spirit's my wine and also God's my direction and the Word is my direction and protection to help me have a new wine and a new wine skin in my life. And I thank God for this and I thank you that this is an opportunity to where I can grow and be stretched to where if God wants me to do whatever he wants me to do, I'm going to be willing to do it because I want to be used by him. I want to love people no matter what they say or do to me. Love them no matter what and have that love of God in my life to help me be able to be able to love myself, but also love people and show those people how important God's love, God, his son and the Holy Spirit is important to my life and that they can have that just as much as important and they're, they are just as important to him, and they can have that in their life too. And I just really, I really, really think that that's the big, big gist of what he's really trying to show me, you know, and I really appreciate that, and I really love God for this, and it's really an awesome thing. <laughs>